Let's go to David Elliott, the Emergency Services Minister in New South Wales. Good morning to you, David. Good morning, Marcus. All right, you'd be aware of this, uh, the story that's running this morning. I'm just trying to nut down into some of the detail here. Thirty. The, uh, the story reads that 30 fire stations around the state could be temporarily shut due to staff shortages with fears. More could, uh, um, you know, this move could perhaps endanger people's lives and blow out emergency response times. And I don't need to go through all the, the details here, but... Uh, you haven't responded so far to this article in News Corp, but what do you make of it? Well, Marcus, I mean, there's a lot of misinformation about that. And, sure. And, um, a, lot, a lot of it's been pushed by the union, which at the moment, unfortunately, is going through a fair bit of turmoil with um, with former executives challenging serving executives and serving executives having to defend themselves over uh, over other matters. So, uh, listen, I, I'm, I'm not going to get uh, I'm not going to get too carried away with an internal union. Um, propaganda uh, message because I've said to the union and I've said to the community, I've said to Fire and Rescue, mm. um, you know, if I had my way, there'd be a fire truck on every single corner. Yep. Uh, but the reality is the taxpayers of New South Wales can't afford having a, a fire truck on every corner. Uh, and so for that reason, the commissioner has to make operational decisions that are based on uh, the safest practices for the people of New South Wales, uh, and also the best value for money for the people of New South Wales, and, um, and and that is what he does, and he's doing it very, very well, and I have to commend all members of Fire and Rescue for the work that they do, uh, particularly um, under these very, very difficult circumstances. But I mean, there, is, there is no way in the world that the state's going to allow any communities to remain vulnerable, uh, and uh, and when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, the the operations of um, of, uh, of fire and rescue, it's it's inappropriate for me to to stick my nose in too much, other than to make sure that they've got enough resources from treasury, and I think that they have been doing that. And I mean, all, all those that want to criticise fire and rescue and want to criticise the management practices um, should identify to me where 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 an operational risk is, because um, at the moment I'm I'm quite comfortable that it's going to be. But suggestions that the 35 fire stations in a class are just ludicrous, and it's sure. just, um, it's just an. Uh, an unhelpful message being put out, which is going to scare people. All right. Well, that's why I wanted to get uh, both uh, both you and the shadow minister on to talk about it this morning, because uh, it's in the uh, the press today. Uh, look, we're told that um, there is a shortage of fireys. Well, that's certainly the message that I'm getting from the opposition in the union this morning. Uh, if you could comment on that, is there a shortage of fireys? Again, I, I, I'd like a fire truck on every corner. I'd like a police officer on every corner. Um, I'd like a rural fire service um, uh, truck on every corner. But um, the response to fires in New South Wales has changed so much yeah. uh, over the course of the last 25 years. The technology we've got available, the integration with the rural fire service, with the um, when it comes to uh, bushfires and, and some of the uh, some of the responses that they require in the in, in regional areas, the tech, as I said, the technology available. But you know, we we do have um, we do have one of the the, the largest and metropolitan fire forces, firefighting forces in the world here in New South Wales and in Sydney. Um, you know, again, would the taxpayers like more? Of course they would. Of course they would. We'd, you know, we'd like another hundred million nurses around the world if we possible. Because we just can't yeah. have it. Uh, but um, again, uh, the operational capabilities of fire and rescue, in my mind, are world's best practices. No one's told me otherwise. No one's been able to prove to me otherwise. Um, the budget is being managed according to um, those uh, the, the, the needs, the operational needs, 
as determined by the commissioner, which is which is appropriate. I don't think it's helpful for the for the minister or the shadow minister for that matter to, to dictate to the commissioner how to run a fire force. I mean, politicians shouldn't be shouldn't be making these sort of judgments. The last politician that dictated operations was Winston Churchill and Gallipoli. They didn't didn't turn out too well. No, all right. Uh, look, the last big fire emergency we had here in New South Wales uh, just a couple of years back, I think that proved. Uh, once and for all, that um, uh, you know, obviously, uh, a fire of that magnitude with all the big ones burning around Sydney and the state of New South Wales. I mean, we we all remember how terrible it was, but I think ultimately the response by New South Wales Fire and Emergency was outstanding, uh, and and we 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 met the challenge. Um, we called in all of the uh, all of the reserves we had, and used all the resources on hand that we had as well. Uh, so, as you say, world's best practice, I think we've probably proven that, David. Well, that's right. And and when you look at fire and rescue and you look at the Rural Fire Service, which is obviously it's a, uh, it's a sister organisation. I mean, the fire, Rural Fire Service in New South Wales has got an air wing, which is, um, which is in demand from around the world. In fact, um, we've, we've got some of its um, aviation capabilities deployed in North America at the moment. They'll be back in time for our fire service. But the Royal Fire Service is the largest firefighting force in the world here in New South Wales. Uh, and, yeah. and that's why I, I get a bit a bit nervous and suspicious when I hear people commenting on, on operational capabilities when it comes to fire and rescue and rural fire service and the SES for that matter, um, who probably aren't as enlightened with these with the statistics and the capabilities as uh, as they should be when before they make these comments. But um, I, I'm not. I, I certainly will be advocating to the to the commissioner in fire and rescue that we need to continue our wonderful represent, um, our re- reputation. But yeah. again, um, as the deputy commissioner said in that article you referred to this morning, I mean, demographics change. It's no good having a fire and rescue station in a town that's shrinking and about to close when I've got large suburbans areas growing at a rate of knots in western sydney for example sure. yep. uh, and and that and that's that's all part of the um that's that's all part, part of the, the planning the forward planning that we get out of the executives of fire and rescue all right david thank you for coming on appreciate it take care always a pleasure thanks marcus all right there he is police and emergencies minister david elliott responding uh, to that story this morning that uh, up to 30 fire stations may be closed due to a lack of uh, resources human resources in particular uh, and Look, um, I think he's put that to bed. I certainly do not want to be critical of Fire and Rescue New South Wales. I think it's a magnificent organisation that have done an extremely good job, world-class job, uh, given that, you know, we deal with fires and big ones every few years. I think we rise to the challenge, or certainly our emergency services do in, in relation to fires. Yeah, sure, of course, there are often problems, and you know, but you're fighting fires. There's no real, uh, I guess, rule book when it comes to it, because fires like the weather can change just like that. Anyway, but it's important that we keep an eye on these things, and uh, occasionally uh, we, we ask the, the minister uh, to, to perhaps get to the bottom of these issues. David Elliott very clearly thinks the union is at loggerheads with each other, and there's an internal dispute, and... Somebody's trying to flex a muscle there. It would appear to be the case.